Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Thank you for joining us. We're here every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. We bring it to you fresh, and we bring it to you hard. Here we go. All right. Every week, here we go, my co-host, Money Mike. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good, but, you know, I'm excited about today because we're going to have a full-blown uh, <laughs> a full blown well, venting session. Yeah, full we're gonna blown venting session. Yeah, yeah that's a, absolutely. That's what we're gonna call it. You yeah, know, I think everybody's it's gonna be an out of it's gonna be an out of bounds. Uh, a hour. whole session of out of bounds. Out of bounds hour. A whole yeah, segment, right. and of yeah, course, yeah. my guy, Stat Pat. How yeah, you feeling, man, I'm buddy? Good, dude. But like, I'm with Mike right now. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> we got to try to get some stuff out of check um, because you know, as we are in the middle, or not even in the middle, I think we're like on the, like the other side of it now. Um, oh, yeah. It's over, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's we're, hope is gone. We're, we're on the downhill. Hope is gone. We're on the downhill, guys. Downhill. So it's like, you know, kind of like not happy about that, but yeah. Okay. So, of course, what we're talking about here is we're talking about the state of the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. The state of the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> are not great. Um, and after the All-Star break, rumors came out in regards to LeBron James and Clutch Sports, and it's just not looking any better. Now, LeBron did go uh, in his press conference and say that he wishes nobody would uh, listen to Bill Orem, but he was kind of joking Wait about that. I don't understand that. <laughs> well, because Bill Orem's the that one doesn't who make said, sense. Yeah, he doesn't want people to believe believe bill but it is the truth i mean wait a minute do we not believe him do we not <laughs> do we not i mean this dude literally it look it, it's like it's like you ask your kids how how you know how are your parents and they talk about oh my my friend samantha mom and dad are great <laughs> you know yep yep <laughs> right like <laughs> It's like right. omission by omission, right? Right. So essentially, right. you said that, dog. If if you didn't hear about it, essentially, it was LeBron leading to the fact and already thinking about his playing days beyond the Lakers. And of course, Laker fans don't like that. They don't like to right. see that because you feel like he's already one foot out the door. He's already planning his escape. And when the Lakers are playing as bad as they are, it's not a good look. Now, Money Mike, you've always been. Um, at least honest yeah. in regards to your feelings with LeBron James and, and how you felt about him yeah. and, and his true Lakerness or however yeah. we want to so, call it. But let's, let's, the first thing we got to do is we got to get this update about Anthony Davis, about how he's not going to be there and confirm that with Marco. All right, let's bring him in. As <laughs> usual, we start this show with Marco Nunez. Let's bring Marco on the board. How you doing, Marco? Hey. How are you guys doing today? Marco. Yes, hey. sir. And hey, glad glad to see you again. Just want to confirm that uh, AD is out for the season. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, get this out the way. Make it official. Yeah, I, th I think that's something that we discussed last week about you know the the pros and the cons as far as him either continuing the, the season, returning the season, or just kind of kind of calling it quits and and see what happens for the next season. At the end of the day, it was going to come down to is where the Lakers stand. Um, in the playoff hunt, if they're going to be in the uh, playing bracket or they're either going to hopefully slide into the eighth spot or the seventh spot um, or anything that sort, I think that's going to be the big determining factor. It's going to be what they, you know, what they refer to as the uh, point of no return, so to speak. There's going to be a point in the next couple of days or weeks as he's returning that it's going to be like, you know what, it's not worth for him to come back and they're going to shut him down for the rest of the season. But it all depends on where the Lakers stand. Yeah, but see, but the reports are – you know that they reevaluated him, and he's they know it at least gonna be four to five weeks. So, you know, which pushes us like up middle of April, man. right? Which is already post season, pretty much. Yeah. Right? So it's over the season. I mean, the, the thing about like you know that's so. I guess Marco, what we want to actually know, like when we can do the simple math and count the weeks, and then get to the point where it's like basically the end of the season. Why can't we get a regular straight shooter kind of diagnosis saying that Anthony Davis is out for the season? Or I mean, and 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 I do understand where you're coming from because I did hear what you were saying based upon standings and everything like that. However, how good is Anthony Davis even going to be if he comes back at that time? What, what, he, yeah, we saw this picture. Perfect last question. Year. How how long does it take to get back into game shape? 
we know it takes a while when you haven't played, but coming off of this injury, Marco, how long does it take? Correct. So you're a normal person, not Anthony Davis, because we know we're gonna get hurt again anyway. So, <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> so, so we're, we're this is generalizing to every other player. Correct. So if we're looking at it, what he he sprained his ankle what about a week ago or two almost two weeks ago? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're looking That's at amazing. a min, minimum four weeks minimum. Now I'm talking about that. If everything goes according to plan, everything's great. He'll be back in four weeks. But like you said, even then, it's not gonna be back four weeks. It's not gonna be in game shape, so to speak. So you're looking anywhere between the six to eight week mark. So you're looking about. A, a two month process. So if you did it two weeks ago in, in, in February, there's four weeks in March. You got two, two in February, that's six. And you're looking two weeks in, into April. So you're looking at about the eight week mark. So if everything goes according to plan, no setbacks, no issues whatsoever, there is a chance that he could potentially come back somewhere in April, maybe get a week of play, get his legs under him and be ready for the, the playing or for the playoffs. Now that's if everything goes according to plan. Now, because there is that possibility that's why they haven't officially ruled him out. Now, let's say if he entered it this week, odds are they probably would have ruled him out because he's within that six-week mark. So there's a small chance, but it's very small. But it's very okay, small. cool. So let's talk about somebody will play, and we can talk <laughs> about the playoffs because there's still going to be basketball going on. Um, Kevin Durant, you know, he sprang his MCL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think around the 15th of January, they're saying they're optimistic that they will have him back uh, in the, within a week or so. Um, progress is pretty good. Um, a spraying MCL is not really that bad once it heals. Correct. He has no risk of tearing or anything like that. Cor- correct. So, so they're probably for him, they're probably be a little more cautious and want him getting back as healthy as possible and trying to make a playoff run. So, you know, they're, they're more looking towards a playoff. So, could he come back, back a little bit sooner? Possibly. Um, but you know, they're trying to get him as healthy as possible and more importantly, reduce his risk of re injury either the MCO or more importantly, re injuring anything else. That's one of the issues that, that, that I think AD has had a couple this whole season is he injures the site, he comes back, and then he has referred to as a second injury from a compensatory pattern. He injures something else, and then he injures something else. So, I think in this case, the, the Brooklyn Nets are kind of making sure hey, you know what, we want Kevin KD to come back at close to 100%. So we wouldn't have any issues. So going into the rest of the season and going into the playoffs, more importantly. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Because you know what? Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the East Coast matchup because uh, I'm telling you, man, that that uh, Harden and B, you know, against the Nets. Yeah, I, 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 really, I really want to see that full strength because, <laughs> you know, uh, KD kind of, you know, kind of uh, directed that trade just like our – Guy over here, so we'll we'll figure out who's a better GM. Right. Yeah, who's a better player GM? Well, if it's any indication of how he picks teams during the all-star break. Right. Well, oh yeah, oh he's undefeated <laughs> that way. I mean yeah, LeBron, yeah, LeBron yeah, is. But he yeah. has to pick the top seventy five. Like <laughs> yeah. if you don't have the top seventy five, anyway, we're gonna get it. Marco, yeah, I, Marco. I, 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 Marco, I have a quick question for you. Sure. Um and, and I'm not sure you know how much you know or don't know about this, but um how how I Years past, I remember when Steve Nash was playing for the Suns, and the Suns got a lot of credit for their medical staff and keeping him playing and so forth. How how different are are uh, athletic training medical staffs from team to team? Can it vary? That great. I mean, I know obviously you have people like yourself who are skilled and someone else who may be not as skilled, but I would think you have to at least be somewhere, you know, up above the cream of the crop to even get in there. Um, so how much could it really vary from team to team? Aren't they all working with top of the line everything? They, they are working with the top. Well, here's the thing about it is that every team completely varies as far as their staff, who they hire and whatnot. I think the only thing that's required by the NBA is you have to have at least two athletic trainers on staff. You don't have to have a physical therapist. You don't have to have a dietitian. That's not a requirement. Strength and conditioning, performance, sports psychologist, um, acupuncturist, chiropractor, all that stuff completely varies from team to team. It's up to, it's up to the team what they want to what they want to utilize, who they want to hire. Second, also the type of equipment, supplies, modalities, treatments, cryo chambers, whirlpools, uh, bot pots, hyperbaric chambers, all that stuff is dependent on the team if they want to invest into their players and be able to put some of the money into that. So that there's no like minimum standard every team has to have this. It's completely dependent on the team, uh, the owners, the management, if they want to purchase all this stuff. Okay. And I would like to um, add to that, Marco. So, um, but all things being equal. So say we all have the same equipment and stuff to evaluate uh, players' injuries. What about the skill level of the staff in and of itself? 
does that factor in a play when it comes to getting guys on the mend versus getting making them come back sooner than you know normal? Um, like like Jeff was saying beforehand, it was it was weird when you saw some people go to one place and they have chronic injuries, and then they go to another place and all of a sudden it's miraculous miraculously healed so maybe their body gotten better over the treatment that they were getting and then the other team reaped the benefits of that or it was just they didn't know what the hell they were doing somebody else kind of like yeah marco before you answer that in 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 lakers defense nobody can help ad so go ahead now (laughs) that is is nobody's fault but but right just just two teams now two teams right can't get right so even in themselves, let's say you do have a, a, a head athletic trainer and you have a, a head physical therapist on the part, even the, the certifications and the experience that those physical therapists, those head athletic trainers have varies from team to team. Not all athletic trainers, not all physical therapists kind of are, are, are created equal or the same, so to speak. It depends on how many certifications, how much experience, um, how many licenses they kind of have under the belt type of thing. Then you also have some players are, you know, are happen to be injury prone and and no matter what you do, they just kind of happen to find their way to the treatment table in the tra- training room every single year. It's one of those mm-hmm. things type of thing that happens. Um, but what? <laughs> every day. Sorry, Marco. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. When we were okay. talking about bringing AD back for the playoffs, my first thought was so he can get hurt. That's, yeah, I mean, right. it would happen last year, though. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the first thing that I thought of. So it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. It really is. Marco, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you always have the best information for us. Can you please let everybody know how they can keep up with what you've got going on? Yeah, if you guys are interested, please follow me on Instagram at Marco A. Nunez 17. I put up weekly um, sportsman tips or, or subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance. Thank you so much, Marco. We appreciate it. Take care. Appreciate you, man. See you next week. All right. Perfect. Um, So I think you're right. AD is out for the season. Okay. Now for the regular season, but he's not going to step up and all of a sudden come back and be, first of all, he hasn't been AD bubble AD this whole year. So, so he's going to come back from injury now and, and become bubble AD no, and become bubble, no, bubble AD in not. time for the playoffs. It's not going to happen. Right. Not gonna happen. Um, so, so we need to just say that ship has sailed, which also means our playoff hopes have sailed, but I think we've all accepted. We, that we I think we should have tried to accept that at Christmas. I mean, that to me, that was the barometer. Like, get to Christmas, reevaluate at Christmas. So we've done that before. We mm-hmm. were like, oh, we kept pushing the bar. I, I kind of swore we did that in, I think, 2002 with Shaq and Kobe, the third championship. I think we got to, we were like something around like 19 and 11, something mm-hmm. like just, just for, uh, you know, a, a, ch- a champion and going for almost, going for a three-peat, you would think they would come out the gates a lot more, you know, a lot fresher than what they did. And, and they got to Christmas, and it looked like they flipped the switch. Yep. And they turned put it, it together on and they put it on. We're now past Christmas. We're now in February going into March, and it's the same mediocrity that they've been putting out week in and week out. So we are have enough of a sample size to make an educated guess to be like, yo, this is what we are. This is who we are. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's, so not it's not going to change anytime soon. Here's the scary part, Money Mike. It's not changing next season either because these are our superstars. Now, there there are rumors. People are finally starting to hop on board a little bit, and they're talking about maybe it's time to trade AD. Now, if they were to trade AD, there, there are rumors out there, the stories, that the, there's only really one location that AD would probably go to or accept a trade to, and that would actually maybe make a deal and you might like this, my man, because that location would be the Chicago Bulls. That's be Chicago. The Chicago Bulls would be the only location that they believe that would play ball with the Lakers on a trade for Anthony Davis. And we could get some good players back, including our own players. We can get Lonzo and Alex Caruso back <laughs> <laughs> and, and clear up some of the mistakes we've made. I don't know. Uh, I, I have a question. Please. Is LeBron still going to be on the team? Yeah, LeBron's still on the team. Yeah, LeBron's not uh, going anywhere yeah, unless LeBron wants to go anywhere. Um, <laughs> so LeBron's not going anywhere, my friend. And no. uh, the question is, is LeBron – they're talking about that LeBron has a stranglehold on the Lakers organization. But then on the other story, they're talking about this is the first time LeBron hasn't been able to get a stranglehold on an organization and he doesn't know how to control – Look, can I, I don't believe look anyone has a stranglehold. Genie 
bus is still in control. But seriously, what exactly would we do overnight that's going to trade either of these guys that's going to net a world of difference and get us in the playoffs right away? Oh, nothing. Look, look, look. Can, can I just go on my rant, man? Look, yes. And I promise after after this show, I won't say anything else about LeBron. You can do the it. Lie determined, determined, the yeah. lie determined, determined. That was a so, lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, because, you know, I, I've been really, really, really thinking about this, man. And, and Pat, I just need you to help me out. Like, I got you. Um. You know, you know, like when me, if me and my wife go, go out to dinner, man, you know, and, and we find a really nice <laughs> restaurant, right? Famous Mike. We, we, we need find, like entering music we, for we his find, analogies. And, and, and we have analogies. no ever, we, they're not advertising for us or whatever, but like if we want to go and have a real nice dinner, we go to Maestro's, right? And Maestro's Master. is great. Maestro's, Maestro's, See? whatever, whatever. It's great. <laughs> you go there, they make you feel like royalty. You know, you go to the restroom when they come back, your towels folded. They they're very, you know, they, they fill your water, they just treat you like you know, like royalty the time that you're there. Very expensive. You probably been 250, be great, right? But you love the experience that you go there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go to Boa, right? Where the food is exactly the same, but it's way more casual. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they they they're not gonna give you that type of attention that you would get like at Mastro's, right? Yeah. Well, I could say the Lakers like Mastro's where, you know, Mastro's, they were a type of organization that was just a, 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 a standard above everybody. Yes. Else. Yeah. We, we, they operated a certain way. They had a, they, they had a certain standard that they lived by. Agreed. You know what I mean? And, and now I feel like Lakers are no longer Mastro's. They're, they're Boa. Right, where everybody could come, you, you could be casual. You get your, you get get your meal. You know, it's a good but, meal, but it, it's 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 a great meal. It's, it, it's just, you know, but it's just way more casual. People are hanging out. It's loud. It's not intimate. You know what I mean? And I feel like, am I wrong for saying that? I feel like LeBron kind of watered down the Lakers in their in their actual st- you know status, like around the league and how people look at them. You know, um, that's an interesting point. Now, I cause cause I thought bef- the three years before LeBron did come here, we were already looking like a, 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 a you know, as I would call them, a mom and pop organization. And the reason why I say mom and pop organization because at the time when Jerry Buss bought the Lakers, TV deals, franchise values were not as they are right now. They were not through the roof. And there were more families, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. owning the less the corporate, team, less corporations. Now we're in the larders with the sharks now, and everyone have billionaire checkbooks. We don't have billionaire checkbooks, so people know they kind of come to Lakers. They're gonna have to. You have to sell them on the mystique. You have to sell them on the nostalgia. You have to say, where were you when Shaq and Kobe? And where were you? Don't you want to be a part of the legacy of the Lakers? It's something that they have extra on other teams. However, as with how we currently ran, it feels more like you said. If it's, I think you were giving away too much credit to Sam Boa. I mean, honestly, I think it's literally. We you got know, Sizzler now. Don't say, dude. That. I'm not gonna say Sizzler, but I am gonna <laughs> say some kind of chain. Like, I ain't gonna say Applebee's, like but I'm at least gonna be like, s- I'm not gonna go there, but you know, Roos Chris, maybe like you know, Ruth something Chris. like you know, like there, like Flemings, maybe. You okay, know, okay, man, I gotcha. You I know, gotcha. I mean, steakhouse, you still yeah, got you still got good. some little bang for your buzz, you know, yeah. but you know. But at the same time, all the side orders are a la carte. You know, you know, they try. Yeah, I mean, they it's, a, like, it's they, a red booth. They give you they give you the appearance of 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 a high end establishment. However. Yeah, you know when we're looking at the we're looking at the 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 evidence of the Lakers right now and where we're at. Pull back the curtain. Yeah. We're not well ran, and it is definitely mom and pop, especially if you're always going and talking to your cronies to be able to get advice on personal decisions. Now, I disagree that LeBron watered down. I'm more uh, with Stat Pat that that started as soon as uh, the great Jerry Buss passed away and Jimmy Buss took over. And that didn't take long to lose the respect for this team when Jimmy Buss took over. Um, that's it's, it's like working. I'll give you an analogy. It's like working out. You can work out for a whole year and put on this muscle growth and you're happy and you're stuck. Then you get sick and you don't work out for a month and it's all gone. So a year to build it, it only takes a month to lose it. Well, it took all those years for Jerry to build it 
and it only took very few years for Jimmy to destroy it. And the reason why is because there is no more Jerry to go back to. Yeah, okay. There Le is no more. So it started at that point. LeBron was supposed <laughs> to be the hope to reverse that. It didn't work out that way. It did for one season. I don't know that it would have if there wasn't the bubble season. I don't know what would have happened. You don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, LeBron was supposed to reverse that pattern. But unfortunately, it's. You know what, though? I, I Look, I, I think that what you, what you guys are saying is true. They're very valid points. But I think in, in the back of everybody's mind, because, you know, with Jim Buss running and things were kind of going on, they kind of still knew what the standard was for the Lakers. Right. Like they, you know, and I feel when they got LeBron, um, you know, the first year, first two years were cool. They kind of had like the standard in the back of their mind. But now it's 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 kind of like a it's like a shit show right now. I mean, to be honest with you. It's not pretty. You know what? No, and, and because he, he here's my thing, like, you know, you, you, we're making we're, we're not making calculated decisions right now. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's it, we we're have, reacting. Yeah, We're, right. And and that's and, what and, other and, teams and, always did was react to the Lakers. But now we're reacting, and right. I don't like it. We're and, not but, setting the, the, the bar. The and, and, and we're we're we are like I don't this is what I look. What 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 kills me about first of all, he's playing on the court is good. It's not great. And he doesn't play smart basketball, like like going back to the Clipper game. Like we're down by one. Why are you shooting a thirty footer dog? You know what I mean? Like we're down, we're down by one. Like so, all the time. I know he has the basketball IQ. He's just not using it, right? So that so I'm looking on the court and I don't understand what's going on on the court because it's just we got what eight seconds left in the game and we're we're shooting a thirty footer. Like what are we doing? So he but he played great. Yeah. You know what I mean? He played yeah. got thirty five points. He's averaging his numbers are great, but. Yeah. The, the the in the game situations I, I can't and those care. are those are game changing situations they, they, by the way real, yeah real those are momentum changing. killers because right. they a lot of times they're six point swings instead of of gaining that yeah. three you lose a yeah. three right. and it's a yeah. six yeah. point because whenever he takes that shot the other team goes down and, and scores because exactly. you're right. not in defensive position yeah and, and then then you look on the back end like this dude literally is giving props. To other GMs, yeah, and other it's, it's owners, really gnarly. it and, is. And, it's not a good look, LeBron. You know it just he. Isn't. You know, and then it, I mean, now they got this big old beef between Clutch Sports and and the Lakers, and now you know, I mean, and, and he he's trying to act like it's not him. You know, doing this, like, what what do you mean? Like, we would not have gotten Westbrook if you didn't ask for Westbrook. Mm -hmm. You know, you you ask for these certain moves to, to happen. And then you, then you praising Palinka for making these moves, and then you're mad then, that he didn't trade him for Wall. Then you're mad <laughs> that he you know didn't get I mean? rid of him. Like literally, like so, you know, he's like, "Look, man, we if we get to him, we ain't gonna be able to make no moves, either because we're literally taking our whole roster and 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 getting it to a point now, where nobody wants." Now you know what, money. Yeah. There's another team in L.A. that's making some moves, you guys. <clears throat> and if you've been paying any attention, there's another basketball, another professional basketball team in Los Angeles that is not the Clippers. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is the Sparks. The Sparks have made moves. They signed a huge free agent mm -hmm. in Liz Cambage. And our boy Fredo Cervantes was there at the press conference. So let's go ahead and throw it to Fredo and see what that was like. Fredo, you got it. Hey, thanks, Jeff. It's myself, Fredo Cervantes, guys, here with Infinity TV live at the Crypto Arena here in Los Angeles for the live press conference for the LA Sparks, Liz Cambage. She is now a Los Angeles Sparks guy. So there is a lot of great excitement here in Los Angeles after the Rams won the championship. Now, it seems like the LA Sparks might be bringing one of their own as well. We're gonna go ahead and get into this live press conference right now. Thank you to my teammates, my new coach, my new staff here, here at Crypto. And thank you to the fans and, and the media for coming out today. Um, it's been a dream of mine to live in LA, to play in LA and wear the purple and the yellow, or the purple and the gold. Um, sorry, I'm emotional. 
I said I wanted to be in LA and I know it's taken 11 years and I'm finally here and I'm so grateful, but uh, it, it's been a journey and I'm so excited that I'm finally here. There's so much talent, you know, Coach Fish, he's, he really put in the work um, on getting me here this season and, and bringing in more talent as well. I think this is going to be a super exciting season. Um, the energy here in, in LA at the moment, you know, sport is up here and it's an honor that I get to be a part of it now as well. Thank you. And yes, guys, we're back here. Myself, Fredo Cervantes, here with Infanity TV. We just got a chance to see what Liz Cambich is all about now that she's here in Los Angeles, guys. Not Los Angeles, but Liz Angeles here, guys. And she did mention a few things here, as you guys all got a chance to witness. You know, when I did get a chance to ask her whether how much pressure is she going to have her and the LA Sparks all put together to bring a championship to Los Angeles. And she said, hey... It's not about the pressure, but it's all about the repetitions, how she can get along with her teammates. Of course, this season for the LA Sparks is going to be one for the books, as Derek Fisher got maybe a little more pressure than Liz Cambage does. But we're going to go ahead and get a chance to look at all that this season here for the LA Sparks, guys. This is Fredo Cervantes with Infinity TV. Back to you, Jeff. Handled. Uh, wow. Can I comment on that? Uh, no. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> so, look, first of all, let me, let me just say congratulations <clears throat> to the Sparks. Absolutely. Liz Cambridge, you know, I've been watching her for many reasons. She's, she's a great she's basketball beautiful. player. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and we'll, we'll just say Very, it. very, very, we'll, very we'll good basketball player. But look, look, you know what? <laughs> you know, because this is, this is, this is the LeBron uh, show. I think, baby, I think the main reason why Liz came here to yes. LA, oh, it's no. the same reason why LeBron came to LA for opportunity in the media versus in out here to play basketball. Like you know, sorry, I'm not trying to throw no shade on her, but look, literally, I think she could average 30 points a game. She's like six eight. You know, she laughs when people are trying to guard her. But we also know that you know she she's very beautiful and 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 they don't have uh, the sparks. Um, don't have, you know, the top players don't get paid millions of dollars. No, see, that's a big so, difference. Yeah. So I don't blame her at all. No, okay. But what I'm just saying, though, what it is, is what it is. Why are you, my, my only question is, are you coming here to play basketball to try to give the Sparta championship? Uh, or, or are you coming here because you saw Chingy, you know, come over here, <laughs> get hurt, and then and no shade against nobody. I'm just saying, Chingy was here. She got hurt. You know, she was like rookie year, baller, whatever. And she, as soon as she got hurt, she went on ESPN. Yep. And she owned Ready to ESPN. Go. Plug and play. And she, you know, <laughs> so you, we, we think Liz Cambridge ain't trying to get on ESPN. I too. mean, you know what it is. You no, know, wait, wait a minute. Wait, Kenneth Parker, who does she used to play for? Where's she at? TNT. I mean, come on, man. Like, I mean, but that's, but that's, I, but that's, that's smart. But see, at the same time, like, I know about no saying, shade, though. No, it's no shade at, at the same time. And like you said, we need to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for the future. But at the same time, this is what the Los Angeles franchises, I was put them both together. Yes. Um, gives you, you know, it's Location. a part of the package. Absolutely. You can't, you can't think a person that's going to be that kind of gravitational figure, the way Liz is to come to a situation where we're thirsting for somebody to take us to that next level, get us to that next level and not reap all the benefits that are going to come with it. The weird Ford, you know, the Southern California Ford dealership commercials. commercials. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, exactly. we're, we're doing all the local stuff. You know everything. what I'm saying? We're doing all that stuff. she got to get that. And, of course, she's pretty enough that if she does well on this, then she's definitely going to be on TV. Oh, yeah. And she's, you know, and that's and that's what we give them. I, I can't be hey, mad at her. But, Pat, you, you're the best man for this question. When Phil Jackson came here and saw Shaq, what did he tell Shaq to do? And lose some weight, and and, 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 tell, and, and what, what you tell them to do in the in well, stop, well, stop, 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 stop making kazam. Yeah, you got to focus. Yeah. Stop, stop making chef food. But she yeah, haven't even done it yet. No, but I'm, I'm just saying she hasn't done that yet. I'm saying she's already won before. I'm just saying, but you know what? Yo, she's won. It just it's apples and oranges, guys, because Shaq was already financially sound for the rest of his life. In the WNBA, it just isn't that way. And if the WNBA wants to change that, then that's up to them. But until they do, these players have to think about their futures because the WNBA certainly isn't. Look, I, again, I'm not mad at any so of So I'm just happy that we have that extra draw. No, 
Absolutely. I think it's completely dope. When I saw Liz come, oh, it's going to be on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to definitely go to. Yeah, it's going to be on. Well, I think I went to one game. I may probably go one or two more games because I I love her game. Her game was amazing. But I think that, you know, Listen, this is what I this is what I feel about Liz Cambridge, and I'll say it. I said if Shaq would have had Kobe's work ethic, he would have had four or five MVPs. I so, mean, if that's if we ever going to say that, then if, if everybody had Kobe, if, work if ethic. Shaq has Kobe work ethic, Shaq is the greatest player of all time. All time, right? So that's all I'm saying. So I just want her to come and be one of the best, greatest sports of all time. And now, and that's and that's a high list though, because we got Lisa. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? We got Lisa and, and Candace. Yeah, at the top so, of the, already the two yeah. faces so, on our Marshall Rushmore. Yeah, so here's my question. Like, is she going to be at that level? She better she, bring I it. She has, she has potential to be Lisa. Well, she does. I mean, I mean, but the, see, and just like the Lakers, you know, the Sparks also have that kind of legacy of big women, you know, to kind of like, you, like you said, following you the, the line. Following the line. Uh, yeah. you, you're talking about the best big woman ever graced the sport of of the NBA. I'm not, I mean, WNBA. I'm not going to say women's basketball because we know that's, that's Cheryl Miller. But Lisa Leslie, when we talk about the WNBA, she is considered the GOAT. You right. know, especially when she comes to a big a woman that is skilled. No question. You know, she can fit into that mode, like you said. And I think she's going to do that. I mean, and she's going to be in her for a nice, nice one-two punch, man. All I'm, all I'm I, saying I can't is, wait. all I'm saying is to that point is, you know, Candace was a spark. She's fine. You know, Lisa was a spark. She's fine. And expect the same. And, and then she, the same. She, 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 now, now let me ask you this, you guys. Uh, um, uh, Liz kind of uh, compared herself to a Shaq, and I don't know that you all agree with that, but she yeah, kind of compared herself to a Shaq. She's since eight, dude. Derek played with a Shaq. He knows how to play ball with that big and play inside out. Do you mm. think that Derek will? Get a little better on his coat. Derek should because listen, he got Tia Cooper, you know. Mm-hmm. So Tia is Derek and and Liz is Shaq. So he should be able to coach that through. What do you think? I mean, yeah, just play how they play. And then inside you got, out, you got a, a Gumake. Yeah, you yeah, still I mean, got a Gumake over there. Yeah, you still you know got what I mean? that. And so Gumake have... is, is at the point where you know in her career she where she knows take over she basically more. could be the Lamar Odom. You know what I mean? In, yeah, in, in so this, she's the damn Swiss Army knife. Yeah. That they need, right? Um, um, to be able to do all the stuff like you got the like you said, you got the nice two, two, yep. two woman game, and then you have Nika come in there to be able to do all the other stuff, and she's definitely a great Swiss Army knife. So yeah, it's I, gonna be interesting, man. As far as you gonna be, in, you guys haven't watched any women's basketball. This now might it's be, time. Yeah, it might be the time y'all start watching because and we're gonna keep you up to date too because yeah. we're constantly be checking in with Fredo. So this is what I will say about the WNBA. If you want to see fundamental basketball, you know, obviously the athleticism is not there and people don't watch it because of, you know, it's not a lot of slam dunks, things like that. But if you want to see fundamental basketball being played, that's the WNBA hands down. Yep. If you're teaching, if you're teaching, teaching, you you want to run video for the WNBA any day. Yeah, Otherwise, because, you end up with a bunch of Steph Curry's trying to shoot uh, right, half-court yeah, three-pointers. That's what it is. Which it don't work. It just doesn't work, guys. Yeah. Okay. So the Sparks are in good hands. Of course, we talked a little bit about the Lakers. We're going to go back to that. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the league and things. Uh, as we saw, we talked about Durant. Um, Durant's still out, but he's, he's on his way back. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, Durant's on his way back. Um, you know, I, And it's going to be really interesting, man, because they, I've been watching Philly. And you know they got hard at a plus ten right now, you know, and and Embiid is is loving mm-hmm. like Embiid is. I mean, Harden is putting that ball places where people with 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 not Embiid talent could be successful. Yeah, he's, and, he's setting and, people up even. Yeah, you know, so with Embiid, he can so, even take right. it further. Sure. So you know what I mean? Like he's he's just making it super duper. Easy I saw I saw a great Embiid. stat. I saw that uh, it said uh, Ben Simmons uh, entire time with. Uh, the 76ers, like five three pointers made one first game. <laughs> five three pointers made five for Harden. He yeah. already, yeah. Ahead of, well, that's a given, but yeah, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, and that's what I was last week, we last week where we were talking on the show about who won the trade, and we kind of like had our opinions. And I, I stated, you know, I really love that two man game, getting it back to just having two men 
take the brunt of all the burden of everything. And then you have your guys that can come in and pitch in. You have a lot of this, 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 this new trying to get a, a, you know, a big three and a big four and all that stuff. That's let's get back to creating some basics, you know, let's fill, fill in these blanks and let's, you know, and hit them with the one, two punch. And I think that's going to be, if, if Harden can just be that guy, I mean, and and the thing is when you have a person that's receptive, you know, and, and, and wants you there, then, you know, chemistry issues and all that stuff and getting acclimated and coming over, you know, to the side, it's, it's, it's going to be shortened versus there's already apprehension Yep, going yep, to the yep. Nets no when question. he was coming in. Yeah, then they can see the talent. They would be a fool not to see the talent would be able to mesh, but personality-wise, yep. how is that yeah, going to work a mess, out? Though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so now Ben Simmons coming into a situation where he knows he can't ruffle feathers. You already have been a problem child. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, now is to change perception. You have to come in there and go get on. You can't be ran out of another franchise because <laughs> if he's run out because, of it, it's over. Yeah, because you, your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hey, look, in all honesty, man, like when even when you look at that breakdown with Harden being over there on the Nets, I feel Harden, like you know, because Harden was the one that was hurt the least. You know, you got Kyrie he's that don't put one, in the minutes. You know mm-hmm. that that's you know he's anti-vax, so now he don't want to play. Yeah. Or or he wanted to play on the offseason, or, or, or you know, or they let him come play like in away games, like halfway through the season. You got KD, you know, who got hurt, and then now you got Harden over there playing every day and getting uh, playing the cues of everything, and he's the one that's been the most consistent there. You know what I mean? And then, but KD not really rocking with Harden, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like and, and and saying don't say nothing to Kyrie. You know, I would feel a certain kind of way too if I'm oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. You know, doing doing this type of thing. So um, see, see, and will that rear its head in playoff time? You know. That's the type of stuff that 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 affects that team chemistry when you really need it. Because you don't need it when you're winning. Yeah. You need it when you're in a struggle. And those are the type of things that affect that right there. Yeah. Is is, you know, uh just treating one person with certain rules and the others without, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when your top player is promoting that. Yeah, like you right. said for Kyrie, it's just it doesn't yeah. look great. So it's 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 two players. It's Kyrie and Durant, and then them. Yeah, so I, that's I, what it's I, like. Yeah. When you go into war with each other, it's them and us. And yeah. then, you know, yes. when you, and you, if you are hardened and you're looking at the situation, you know the situation that you're thinking. I'm on par with these cats. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a former MVP myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like it's 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 not like I'm chopped liver here. You know I'm I'm still balling at a high level. You know and trying my best to keep this team afloat but i'm getting blamed for it i mean i need to be i need to go somewhere i'm appreciated you know yeah. and i think philadelphia and philadelphia i need to go somewhere where daryl morey will appreciate me oh well then that's important <laughs> right and just kind of like you know when they had um the only thing i was saying like they should have kept jimmy butler and i oh, think yeah. i well, think and i know been. we all talk about the, the the egos and all the other stuff meshing together too as well but what a team if they have that. I mean, it's just the fact that we're talking about a player that embodies the the the, the personality of the city of Philadelphia, and that's Jimmy Butler. Um, Embiid is that reason why they love him because he's such a rugged destroyer, Blue like color. you know, a baller. Where, but not in a not in a more of a skilled way, but more of a like in your face, menacing. Like I'm gritty. I'm ready to get dirty for you. You know what I'm saying? That kind of way. They respect that in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, but you, you have to understand, like, Jimmy, you know, and everybody thought Jimmy was a problem, you know. Until he went to but, Miami. Well, yeah. With team, yeah with well, because he went team because to team he, to team. What happened was with, with Jimmy Butler, he required a certain level of play from other players. Yep. And they, and and people and the players didn't want to conform to that, and everybody they thought he was crazy. And when he went over to Miami, you know, he they, shut them all up. He, he, well, because mm-hmm. why? Because Pat Riley, this is how Pat Riley does. Right. Pat Riley does a certain way, so he runs it. So the culture was already it was already there, and it wasn't something that Jimmy had to build. Mm-hmm. He just had to be. He was like, "Oh, you mean to tell me y'all running shit like this? Oh, well, shoot, I'm at home because yeah. now he don't have to be that guy that's going." 
require certain things because it's already he doesn't, have to, be, he doesn't have to be the bad guy right it's already yeah exactly yeah, the culture is already like you said the culture is already there and yeah. it's like and if anybody gonna be mad at him you like a run into pat yeah because he's cool hey i still remember i still remember the lakers that swept everybody and then he had them doing two a days you know, yeah, I still can't stand Pat Roddy. Man, yeah, he had to do it two a days. He, he said, "You know what, y'all, y'all resting too much. Y'all got to do two a days." You know, he, and Byron Scott it. took his lessons right from Riley right. and completely oh, yeah, fried and then, his yeah, yeah. training camp. Yeah. I mean, and, not, not, and and forget, completely forgetting that he missed the whole finals <laughs> for for a uh, hamstring that his coach is, is you know his yeah his 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 guy his his mentor. Mm-hmm basically put him through, you know, situations like that. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think, um, like you said, Mike, going back to where you were talking about the matchups in the East, the top one through four is going to be interesting. I mean, I really believe can't still sleep on, 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 on Milwaukee, especially when the games go slow and He's still gonna be busting you up for 35, 17 rebounds, three blocks. These are numbers that are going to stay consistent. And if Middleton put you know put you know picks up his uh, little slack, they're still gonna be a hard team to beat. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think the championship is going to East. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's nobody over here in the West that I, I don't think Phoenix is gonna make it again. I don't even know who's going to even come out the Well, Phoenix is the, is Phoenix and Golden State are the two favorites. Yeah. I just saw Golden yeah, State lose to Dallas, and I just saw, you know, Phoenix is dealing with the, the Chris Paul. CP3, Tom. So, um, but it's going CP3 to be will be back probably by the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He doesn't need. Plus, pain is good. And plus, he's staying yeah. in shape because it's a thumb. It's not, he can run. He can do all that stuff so he can keep his wind up. And, I mean, the guy's a, a master at what yeah. he does. He doesn't need to uh, uh, get loose or lose rust. He he can handle the ball no. better. He could, he could lose skills, be as rusty as can be, and still be better than anyone else on the court. Yeah. So that's not a problem. Uh, who else uh, scares you out there, you guys? Who else scares you? We talked about the Suns and the Warriors in the West. Uh, is that it? Is that the only uh, the only parties you in know, the West? What what's, what's you know you know who you know what player that everybody's overlooking, uh, is uh, Ja. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yet. Not anymore. They're not yeah, overlooking him. Well, well no I mean, way. like, but we did, we didn't miss his team. Like, what? what no, they I, well, well, we, we, we didn't about to get be, to it. Yeah, we about to talk. But he, he he gave another uh uh he gave another scenario. He asked what other teams that you feel that, and right. I was going to say the Grizzlies. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, and. One thing I like about Ja, and you probably were going to say this. I don't want to take it, you know, take your point, Mike. But when you see Ja, Ja reminds you like this guy could have played in any era, like right. this dude, because he has something that a lot of these cats don't have. Like he don't give a damn, right? You know what I'm saying? He yeah. plays with his heart on the sleeve. He, he plays heart, and he's not scared. That's the m- number one point. He's not scared of the moment. He really wants to be that guy for for Memphis. See a lot of like you like like you know Lillard is always talking about like I'm not gonna run for run from the grind, but you had when you when you had McCullough and Aldridge, your franchise let you down, bro. Right. That was the beginning of the end for y'all mm-hmm. when they took that piece of puzzle and then made you do it with just a backcourt and some change, some spare parts. You man, the the grind kind of like you know betrayed you. Same thing in the situation there. I just think that they got some dogs on that team and are willing to play some defense. They're willing to go to brick wall for this guy. And he's just getting started, man. So I'm I, I'm really yeah, excited I, to see I, him in the playoffs. Look, look, quiet as camp. I just can't wait for him to be the face of the NBA. You know, like, I, you know, let's go ahead and just push let's LeBron out the way. Huh? Well, let, let's push hey, LeBron hey, out Hey, he would have already been out of the way if, if Zion – didn't eat so much. They wanted Zion to be the man. Yeah, but they, they totally wanted Zion to be a man. It should have been Jaw. It should have been Jaw the whole time. Yeah, if it would have been Jaw, then we get the yeah. dude. But I don't know if you guys remember how small Jaw was when he came out of play. Uh, I came yeah. out of college. Skinny. He was small. Yeah, he grew into this. This is not Jaw in college. He was. Yeah, I know that, but he was still small. Ja is grown, man. You seen this guy? This dude got some. He got some guns on him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He he's ready for the you know for the physical um you know uh part portion of the playoffs. You can tell he's really literally physically built for it. Um, but when he was drafting, you saw this specimen 
of 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 Zion dunking, killing everybody, and Cameron Indoor Arena is going yep, crazy. Yep, yep. Added some extras on it versus my man doing it at a small time school, smaller school, but he got the skills and all the skills in the world. Um, but you know how that goes, man. Sometimes you get the number one pick, and that third or that second pick, man, be the one that's really the best player of the draft. Money, Mike. Yeah. Would the Lakers have been patient enough to wait for Jaw to mature? No, that's not what we do, especially when we got a little <laughs> what do you think? Freaking, no, you know, dude, no, we right. don't do that, man. Look, we 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 we're looking at him and hoping his value increases. So we're getting looking at him like, oh, that's two first rounders, right? right there. Like that, oh, that's a that's, three rounder. He's a three first rounder right there. Because when we trade him, boy, with him, you know, and add him in a package, him. How uh, crazy? Gonna, but how crazy is that? Like, why? Why does the Lakers have that mentality? That is, it's almost like you don't want to be good for the Lakers because you're gonna get traded. You're right. You know what I mean? You're like right. THC right. Yeah. is yeah. is is out there balling. Oh my god, oh, great! Now let's trade him for some. Like, dude, why don't we want to develop these young players? <laughs> it's so true. The you know, are so the, funny. The more like likely you're out the door. Yeah, like you know, we like why I don't even want to play good. I just want to. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play good at practice. And not <laughs> because, because I'd rather be on the bench with Bays. Man, you know, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be. A, but it, 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 it just doesn't make. It just doesn't make any sense. Like. Even the whole thing, like we going to make a trade. What trade would have made this team better? Wall does not make the team better. Oh no, huh? no Wall no. does not make this team no. better. No. Well, right, no. that's what. That's exactly my point. What Wall team? is Marsh, and what um, I think Wall may be. Um, if we're talking about just a lateral move, um, just, oh yeah. But we would have got rid of everybody, and you would have got rid of the first of first, oh, first round right. pick, it even more in a hole, right. Like, what are we well, talking no, about here? Why is it even up for a discussion? It's not. Well, it's not. And you know what? Like, Rob didn't pull the trigger on that. I don't even think he came close to that. So that's a good thing. And LeBron doesn't care because if LeBron wants the players for now, he's not concerned about five years from now. Look, he ain't going to be here five years from right. now. He could care less. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But that's another thing. This dude talking about whoever drives my team. Now, you know it's bad when Cleveland say, no, nah, we don't want you, dog. You know what I mean? And they literally have said that. We're not ever trying to go through that again. We know what we got. Yeah, we're gonna move. You know, we're not we're not gonna draft. Like, like it's almost like, hey, you guys want LeBron to pay for the team? Let's draft his son. It don't matter if he's good or not. You know what I mean? He could be Dwayne Wade, but you'll get he could be he could be Zaire Wade. You know what I mean? But if y'all draft him on a real dude, I've heard somewhere now. I gotta check this dude, but I heard as currently constructed right now, they saying he's a second round pick, dog. I, I was going to say, if he doesn't come out and he's not LaMelo. Okay, and I'm just being honest with you. So we're going to look at his high school career. We're going to see where he's at. Now, of course, what he's going to do, he might go to the elite. Yeah. You know, he might go there. Okay. Because I doubt that he's going to go to a college because, honestly, if he does go to a big-time conference like the ACC or the SEC yeah, they're gonna, yeah, or the Big Ten, they're going to expose him. Yeah, exactly. And he has so, nothing to gain, everything yeah, to lose. So, yeah, so it's basically – I need to go to a situation where I'm going to be protected. My my brand is going to be protected. Exactly. But at the same time, everybody's drafting me on potential and not a lot of, you know, not a lot of a large body of work. So, look, me being selfish, you know, I love for him to go to the South Bay Lakers. That way we can see him, see what he would do. Yeah. And then we just, but what what would happen then? (laughs) That means that he's on the Lakers. And that means, that means he's LeBron. keeping LeBron here. Do you want that? See, even older LeBron. No, no, no. Now it's a LeBron who's not playing for your team. No, he's only playing because he wants to play with no, the Sun. No, he's no, made but, that clear. But, Whatever no, but, team it's at, he, but, they care less about your city. Yeah, no, care less about the team. He just wants to play with the Sun. No, based on the rule, right? Based on the rule, uh, you know, if he doesn't go to college, he could go to a G League, but then he still has to enter into the draft. So we get the best of both worlds. We he could come here. Be get exposed, not be good enough, and then he had to enter the draft and be a second round draft pick. <laughs> and we like, see, blind, we told you that your player ain't good enough. I mean, why is okay? No shade, but hundred percent of it. Why is Zaire over there for playing for playing for Utah? Only reason because dad's because his dad is the owner, yeah. mm-hmm. right? What what we could literally have Nothing the same time story. Scenario, but he's supposed to. But hey, hey, you saw him play at that game. Is he, you know, he's about to enter enter, into the draft. Well, my wife was like, you know, my wife doesn't watch a lot of basketball. So we went to the game. um, And so we saw the 
the South Bay Lakers play. I think whatever the Utah affiliate is. Yeah. And um, after about two, three quarters, she kind of leaned over because I was like, "We're there's Dwayne Wade's Gabriel Union. She was starstruck. It was all. It was all. That was all good." But she finally like, "But we here to see his son play ball." He ain't that really good. That, that good. Like, like, I'm thinking like, right. damn. I'm like, your hey. untrained eye. Can tell that's scary. Kind of like says right. that scary. he's not the man on his team, right? I'm like, no, he's not. Okay, cool. But I get when, when she see McClung. Oh, McClung is yeah, the, the dude. He has, you, you can tell that she he has. She see Mason, right? She see yes. Mason playing. Yes. She, you know, untrained eye. Yeah. She, she see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure that she, she was saw, able to. Sorry, she was like, yo, this other guy, that was I forgot who he was. Basically, was starting. <laughs> He's starting over Zaire, like right. you know, like. So anyway, I mean, uh, you know, look, man, it's kind of hard, man. Ask, ask on Michael Jordan's son. At least, at least he, <laughs> Michael Jordan's son, didn't even get to go to a college no. to play ball. Now, I will say, now listen, <laughs> I will say that LeBron is a better father than Michael Jordan. When Michael Jordan told his sons, "You would never be as good as me," right? Well, yeah. <laughs> also, LeBron wants to stay home. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, Michael so, never want to say. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, LeBron uh, is quoted as saying he regrets giving Bronny his name. That he wishes he didn't give him the junior name because he could have start. You know, made his own way and not lived in, in the shadow more than he already is. That what up. kind of pressure? Has he put on his boy to say, "I want to play with my boy"? That's yeah, already saying, "Oh, you're making it to the NBA." You got to. You are. You don't have. You're in high school right now. You're not going to change your 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 path. Well, it's not pressure on him. It's not pressure on, on Bronny. Of course it is. No, his it daddy isn't. expects him it, to make no, it all the way to the NBA. No. The, listen, the NBA team <laughs> is going to grab draft Bronny, whether he's good or not, to get LeBron. Then they can drop him down to the G League. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I just think that I know what you're saying. That it's is just, pressure. There's no right pressure there. on. Oh on man, running. dude, it's uh, any. Okay, yeah, I, I think mean, he has I, a full. I, I, I think he has a listen. This is this goes Look. for any sport. This isn't just about basketball. Do you know if Serena Williams' daughter decides that she wants to play tennis? Just thinking about it, and she is going to follow the goat. You can't be better than the goat. There's so many people that played the sport that was not the GOAT. There's only one GOAT. So your mom's the GOAT. How do you even fit in those shoes? You can't. Same thing with Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Same thing with his sons. That thing with with Ronnie. Like Shaquille O'Neal, Sharif, he ain't doing nothing. You feel me? Like there's so much pressure on it. Only people you can see like basically is like, King Griffey Jr. He said EJ. Like King Griffey Jr. He said EJ. True. Yeah. EJ. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know? No. He, he took a whole different spot. But, yeah, hey, but, yeah. but, hey, but yeah. he balling, though. He, he very clearly. He balling. He's got his own thing. He's got a show. Yeah, he, 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 he very too. clearly was not talking life. about them balls. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. Oh, man. Well, with that, uh, if you watch the show, which I know you do, you either watch your show or listen every single week on Sundays at 8.30 p.m., you know that we finish this show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike's going to share his thoughts or opinions on a topic, and he just wants to know if he's in bounds or out of bounds. Money Mike, man, you've the, got the mic. The, I know I said this every week, but this is like one of the easiest ones. So I don't know if you guys know, because I barely know, but I've been watching the news about it. And apparently there's a strike. There's a baseball strike. Yes. And, and oh, my God, if they don't agree by Monday, then the season ain't going to start on time. And my other bounds are saying, I don't care at all. I, I give zero care about if the baseball <laughs> starts their season on time. If this was football, if this was basketball, I would be like, oh, no, y'all need to figure something out. And my other bounds would say, I don't care at all if baseball starts this season on time or not. Oh, uh, yeah, you're out of bounds. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because the Dodgers literally leads the in the MLB in attendance every year. So it's a big deal out here. So for it's not starting on time, there's a lot of people that are affected in L.A., the people that are close to, you don't even know, but people in L.A. that really care about the Dodgers, yes, that's going to affect them. And honestly, I got a couple of friends that are Dodger fans, so they're 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 
you know, they're they're uh they're, they're looking it. at it and watching that. They're kind of like worried about it because one thing you can say about the, the baseball versus all other sports, that isn't a family. That's a family uh, generational event, and it's a generational. No and you remember if you have a father that's in it or a mother that's in it, you know, you remember first game you remember your cock dog you remember your cracker jack or whatever back in the day cracker they don't do that anymore but you know what i'm saying you remember <laughs> your 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 concessions you remember the this it's the it's point it's a tradition it's a nostalgia it's yeah a part there's tradition and you want to pass that down like you said from generation to generation it's hard for you to do that with basketball or football so in that in that respect i think i do care that it's starting on time now am i do i watch 182 games i don't do that I mean, I can't do that, but yeah, I would say so. Okay. Money Mike, you're out of bounds. The reason why you're out of bounds is the exact reason why you think you're inbounds. You think you're inbounds because you don't care. You're like, I I don't care about (laughs) baseball. That's exactly why you're out of bounds. That's exactly why it matters. Baseball is on the fringe. As far as American sports and entertainment, they are on the fringe. They've been losing viewers. They cannot afford a strike and to lose more viewers. It will hurt the sport. Mm -hmm. It will hurt the income. It will hurt the TV ratings. If there's any sport out there that can afford this the least, it's probably baseball right now. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but because of their positioning, because of where they stand currently, I think they have the most to lose money. Um, So uh, it does matter, and it is important. And like you said, especially in L.A., uh, the Dodgers – I might argue are a slightly bigger team than the Lakers, the Lakers worldwide, of course, but in LA, I don't know. Um, I think I would say you see Dodger gear. I would say that was the case before magic Dodgers were King, obviously because they were winning championships Yeah, and they were also winning championships with magic was winning championships until it got to the point where, during at 88, Magic is getting five, five championships in eight years yep, now. Yep, yep, yep. The Dodgers Lakers are not to able to sustain that. Yeah. And, and then they, they had and, a dry and run. And then we're, they had a dry run, and then the Dodgers and Lakers get Shaq and Kobe while they're dealing with the Fox BS and the Piazza mm-hmm. situation and mm-hmm. all that stuff. All of the mess, yep. Lakers still win the championship. So in the hearts and minds. The McCourts. Of, yeah, McCourts. Yeah. yeah. Hearts and minds of, of Angelinos, yeah, the Lakers then became – the franchise of the city. That's why it was kind of cool when they won both one same year in the same year. Yeah. Um, because it brings you back to the 88. I mean, you know, we obviously got some merch. If you guys want to go ahead and um, purchase yeah, we merch. Do have the dual yeah, the trophy. We had the preventing nation <laughs> uh, 88, 2020 championship uh, sweater. Make sure you exactly. get that. It's nice. Um, but Ding. yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, well, I guess, look, I, you know, like I said, I just, for me, I, you know, I, I'm a Dodger fan, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm not like that hard. I go to a couple games, you know, throughout the year, but I can't watch a full baseball game unless it's the playoffs. <laughs> that just sounds for me. Well, yeah, you know so I mean? intense. But right, one thing you know about I mean? it, and, and look, and they got rid of a whole lot of people too. Like, cigarette, is a secret gone now? And yeah, secret's gone. You know, like, yeah. like, like, what are y'all doing? Y'all just getting rid of all the, all the. You can't keep them all. They, they cost money. That's they the cost problem. Way and, too they, much. Well, they just cost too much money. They all get good, and they, that's a team. That's a that's a World Series team right there. It's a World Championship quality team, and yeah. you just how do you keep those players? Baseball is probably one of the hardest Man. because you can have. Six positions that are drawing massive dollars. All guaranteed. All guaranteed massive dollars. And then you have yeah, six like, pitchers like, that are and only one's playing a game. I mean, it's it's just <laughs> talk about an expensive yeah. sport. Too. Man, but then they love giving people 125 million for like 10 years. years. They have those and, and, and they know that it's only gonna be good for five. Yeah, yeah. but then they're gonna trade them anyway. Yeah, yeah they're gonna trade back in. Woogie bets, um, yeah. yeah, when you talk about these fools getting now three hundred million dollar guns, yeah. I mean, it's like soccer money. It's so crazy. It's like, yeah, I know we talk about Westbrook, and I know when we start, when we go back to Westbrook saying like he's already made it basically because it was his contract. Bro, when you getting forty four million a year, he getting you, he actually I, getting more than LeBron. Yeah, dude, it's just yeah. You understand? I mean, some people get the lottery and they're like, "Damn, I, I won a lottery. I won forty-four million. This fool winning that shit every, every year. year, and and, and <laughs> has a seventy-seven two K rating. You break it <laughs> with a seventy-seven two K yeah. rating, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he was the top down. seventy-five. Don't know. <laughs> he didn't make the All Star game though. 
but he, he made the top 75, made top 75. which is <laughs> like, what are we doing here? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that. I, I know, it's basically anyway. if you've heard of a, the name. There's so right. many other people. Like, so I'm going to ask We didn't even discuss that in today's show, the top 75. Yeah, we'll talk and, about that. We, we got to talk about that, that next week. Sure. We'll get into the top We'll break 75. that down for y'all. Yeah, we'll break yeah, it down. We'll give you our thoughts on that, who was missing, who shouldn't so, have been there, and Notable omissions so and people that need to get the hell right. off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we'd love your thoughts on that, too. Your thoughts or comments. Yeah, let you us can know. go ahead and send us an email or chime in on Facebook, YouTube, uh, wherever. Go to Instagram, that's for sure. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Leave a message, Leave a message for us, and we'll bring it up on the show. Fans. Go ahead, Money Mike, one more time. 877-311-FANS. Leave a voice message. We might play it on the show. Definitely. All right, guys. This was a great show. Yep. Again, in our new studio. I'm loving it. It's getting Woo! better each time. Thank it, you for joining us this week. Thank you for joining us each week. We will be back next week. We have a big guest. We're not going to announce it yet, but Woo! a big guest in studio next week is being planned. Be sure to watch our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter feeds to get information about that. But the best way is just tune in next Sunday at 8.30 p.m., just like you did this Sunday. Yeah, we're going to have definitely way more Laker talk next week. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. We'll just say it's going to be Laker talk. That's for sure. So uh, stay tuned. Stick with us. Thank you, as always. On behalf of Step Pat, Money Mike, I'm yours truly, Simsta. This is the Profanity Nation podcast. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. We out. Peace. Peace.